that is not feedback on your iPod or tablet or whatever device you are listening to this podcast on, that was The Breeders with Cannonball. It is another edition of Jamal About Sports coming to you on a Tuesday, December 26, 2017. Riding shotgun, he is back from a hiatus. The one, the only, AG, what is up? Uh, some classic 90s riffing going on right now. Yes, indeed. The Deal Sisters, formerly of uh, prior to uh, The Breeders, they were in uh, the Pixies, of course, one of everybody's favorite indie rock bands with uh, Black Black Francis or Frank Black or whatever one would like to call him or he mm. likes to call himself. Right. I actually saw Frank Black in concert hmm. uh, many moons ago. I believe the year was 1993. Really? And, uh, yeah. Right out in front of that. Oh, yeah. That whole, that whole oh, yeah. Scene. Yeah, well, I was a big Pixies fan in college, so. Um, I, yeah, I had no idea you were into the Pixies. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, well, I shouldn't say a big Pixies fan, but a Pixies fan nonetheless. All right, we've got a big show to get to. We've got uh, the NFL, the demise of both of our squads. We will get into a little bit of that, as well as some other news and notes from around the league. The NFL, like the rest of 2017, where everything was just terrible. <laughs> pretty much. That, everything was just Pretty awful. much. Yeah, it's pretty much a good analogy. Um, it has been a miserable year in the NFL for both of the Lions and the Cowboys, but also for the just league itself. Yeah, it's been a horror show. We'll get into some Unless of that. Unless you're a Pats fan. If you're a Pats fan, you couldn't, go, <laughs> couldn't be going any better. Everything's coming as up always. roses. Yep. As always. As, no, 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 no. Aaron, don't you know the Pats have – the league has it in for the Pats. Right, yeah, just course. ask their fans and, their, and the court. Quarterback and the coach and the owner, they'll tell you. Yeah. They have the beleaguered pass. Yes. Um, Can't they ever get a break? It's amazing. I mean, they really they just they never ever so catch nothing a ever break. Goes their way. I know it's got to be tough. It's, and yet they win despite all the hardships <laughs> and all the adversity. <laughs> it is amazing. It 2017, is. where everything is just terrible. Pretty much. Pretty much. Um, but the big news for this podcast is that. After long last, I'm sure you heard the news that the Mets have rehired Omar Minaya, old friend of the show. Yeah, and, and using your connections, uh, I believe you've been able to yes. finagle a, a certain appearance. We have been able to secure an appearance by one Omar Minaya. He'll be dropping by later in the show. I believe you will be conducting the interview, as always. This is what's known as a teaser. <laughs> That's what we call it in the business. That's what we call it in the business. That's right. So as 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 is your want, you shall be conducting the interview. Yeah, uh, sure. Why well, mess with success in years past? You were always the interviewer of Omar. Because you want to keep me out of it because I'm a Mets fan. Right, you want to and, stay impartial. Exactly. That's exactly right. So we need a professional here, somebody with, a, a with an unbiased view of the Mets, which would right. be you since you are a Yankees fan and not a Mets fan. Uh, so you will be conducting that interview. So and also, you know, you want to get his feedback, being the Mets have been very active. <laughs> well, you know, listen, uh, and again, you know, uh, I'm just going to sit back and listen. I'm not going to inject myself into this process. Nor should you. Um, but I know you've got some very interesting questions, some good hard-hitting questions for him. So we'll get into some of that. Some Mets fans out there, you'll get to hear from a, a front office executive as to what the Mets plan, if there is, even is one, might be moving forward. And then after Omar's gone, if we still have time, uh, we'll talk some Knicks action. Uh, but we start with the NFL, week 16 in the books. Uh, your team, my team, eliminated from playoff contention. Adios. Uh, nice knowing you guys. Both of our teams uh, and must have to have game, you know, games that they had to have. Uh, both came up again, pretty both, small. Again, both like, extremely winnable games. Uh, yeah, you at home against a banged up and and compromised Seattle Seahawks team. Us on the road, uh, but albeit against a banged up, compromised team, pretty much packed their bags. Bengals team. Both both teams, the Seahawks and the Bengals, who had been awful the two weeks prior to that game, which scared me, of course, because that right. oh you know course, they the, the the Bengals had been outscored sixty two to fourteen in the two games prior to the game against the Lions, against also NFC North foes. So I, that also scared me. So they got embarrassed by the Bears, which is hard to do, and then they got embarrassed by the Vikings. So what, what were the odds going to be that they this, that three weeks in a row they were going to lose in an embarrassing fashion to a team from the NFC North? Did I still think the Lions would figure out a way to win? Yes, only because... That has been one of the hallmarks of the Jim Caldwell era, which is they typically beat teams that are 500 or below. I believe now after that game, they're like 32-6 and six or something in games against teams that are 500 or below. Oh, yeah. 
But yeah, so picking an excellent spot. Excellent but against time to just spit the bet completely. Uh, the Lions game was an absolute horror show. Um, let's see what 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 can we take from that game? This is what we can take from the game. First of all, the, the, the one silver lining to all of this to not making the playoffs is that I'm pretty sure this spells the end of the Jim Caldwell era. And not that I hate Jim Caldwell. I'm nothing against him. Seems like a very de- he's a decent man, and he's not a terrible coach. Players like him. Players like him. Uh, generally, play hard for for him. Um, he he did bring you know. Look, this will be his fourth season here. Uh, if they win on Sunday, which the game is now irrelevant and meaningless, but even if they if they do, they'll be nine and seven. They will have had three out of four seasons here. They will have had a winning record. Uh, didn't win a playoff game. Probably should have won a playoff game in 2014. Um, had you know, got embarrassed in the playoff game last year against Seattle. Lost the last three games of the season last year, and then four in a row if you want to include the playoffs. Obviously, lost you know the must-have game against a, a supposing inferior opponent uh, this week. Um, had a bad home record this year. If, even if they beat the Packers on Sunday, they're going to be four and four at home. That ain't getting it done. Although. Think about this weird anomaly. If the Lions beat the Packers on Sunday, they're gonna they will have gone five and one in the division, and they're already undefeated on the road in the division, and still won't make the playoffs. Ugh. That's almost hard to do. And you will beat the Packers twice. Right? Did you- Correct. Yeah, yeah. we are undefeated. The yeah. Lions are undefeated, and they finished the season undefeated in the division. They beat the Vikings in Minnesota, beat the Bears in Chicago, and beat Green Bay in Green Bay. Yeah. Um, so they will have gone five and one in the division, undefeated on the road in the division, and still have no chance at winning the division and won't even make the playoffs as a wild card. So look, I again, I I think he's been okay. Supposedly, according to Bob Quinn, the GM. Remember, Bob Quinn didn't hire him, right? He came after Martin Mayhew hired Caldwell. So. This is not Bob Quinn's hire. Bob Quinn made it very clear after the playoff loss to Seattle last year that you know that's not good enough. Um, so I'm sorry. And you know what? Don't give me some half-assed solution, which is, okay, we're going to fire the offensive line coach because the offensive line play this year could not have been worse. Um, do, you, do you know that on plays that where the on plays where the lines have been third and two or less? What their percentage of converting on first down is? Well under fifty percent. Uh, yes, it's twenty nine percent. That can't be third and two or less. Tw- they can twenty nine percent. Guess what the league average is? It's got to be around sixty. Sixty four percent. Correct. Yes. And the lines are the second worst number in the league is forty five percent. They have the worst offensive line in in, in, in the league. I mean, look at the Giants. You, you've got. I mean, ter- so that yeah, that 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 that's coaching. Mm-hmm. That has to be coaching on Sunday. Three times the Lions had twice they had fourth and one or less than one at the fifty or inside the fifty punted touchbacks both times by the way uh huh uh, had a fourth and one and a half elected to kick a field goal um, and then had a fourth and less than one uh, and uh, sorry fourth and two but from like the fifteen kicked a field goal fourth and one one and a half. Went for a fifty-yard field goal. Prater missed it. So it's completely affecting your play calling. Well, or you're just or just the way the, the way you approach the game. That's also, but that's also a hallmark of Caldwell, though. He's very conservative, as you know, in that playoff game against you guys. Yes, that you know the whole p- picking up the flag was was bad. Still brought up fourth and one or fourth had, and had two. Chance, they had a chance to had a chance to, to go to, for yeah. it, and he really punted, and we got the ten-yard punt. And when asked afterwards why he didn't go for it, you know what his answer was. Well, we we were winning the game. Why would we go for it there? Yeah, yeah. On the road, well, on the road, the whole the whole tide of that game had turned. Right, all the momentum is now swinging back in the Cowboys' favor at that point in the game. You have to, you know, the scoreboard at that point is kind of meaningless. You have to get a feel and understand what's happening in real time. So anyway, that's been a big hallmark. And 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 again, in a game the Lions had to have, he played it safe. He played it straight. He played it way too conservative, which has been a hallmark of his. Um, He coaches Matthew Stafford as if he's a rookie quarterback. Now, and I don't want to hear all the lines throw 40 times a game. Well, you have to throw 40 times a game when your running game is that bad, or else then you're really just a dope. But again, even against the Bengals the other day, they tried to run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. But then, you know, again, third— Are you is just terrible? I mean, if you had Ty no. Gurley, would he be terrible? No. no. I mean, he might be. He wouldn't be as good as he is with the Rams. Listen, 
You watched Amir Abdul play in college. I watched him play in college. He's not this bad. He, he cannot be this bad, okay? But when you're constantly getting tackled almost immediately upon getting the handoff, it's hard to do any damage. And right. again, the Lions offensive line, you have a first-round pick at left tackle. you got a third-round pick at guard, third-round pick at center, high-priced free agent at guard, high-priced free agent at right tackle. It, it makes no sense. It, it's, I mean, I'm not saying they're going to be, you know, the Cowboys offensive line of last year, which is one of the better ones we've seen in recent memory. But it can't be this bad. 29% on plays third and two or less is almost, I mean, you could fall forward for a yard and a half. That's hard to do. It's, it's it, really hard Exactly. To do. And, and you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Thank you. So it's not like leagues, it's not like teams are trying to stack the run up against us because they're not afraid of the quarterback, right? And... Stafford's also been sacked. You don't have Ryan Lindley back there. Exactly. That's ridiculous. Yeah, we don't have Blake Bortles back there. Exactly. Uh, Stafford has been sacked 45 times. I believe the the only quarterback sacked more in the league this year is uh, Jacoby Brissett. And Stafford leads the league in sacks escaped this year, even more than Russell Wilson. That's how bad this offensive line has been this year. And again, I don't think it's a talent issue. I think it's a scheme issue, and I think it's a coaching issue. So... Getting back to my original point, I don't want to see, okay, let's make Ron Prince, who's the Lions offensive line coach, the, let's make him the scapegoat and the fall guy. We're going to fire him. We're going to get a new offensive line coach, and we're going to bring in a run game coordinator, you know, like Bill Callahan or one of these other guys, right? Is Bill Callahan still on your squad, by no, the way? Redskins. Okay. He's with been the, Red- the last three years. Okay, so maybe he becomes available, one of these run game gurus or something like this. I, I, I don't want to see that, okay? I want a whole new start. I just do. I need a fresh start. And if it's Jim Harbaugh, I'll take him. If it's Josh McDaniels, you know what? As hard as it's going to be for me to get on board with that, I'm going to be on board with it because I get that is not a recipe for success. Well, I tell you, listen, I, I, I you, you will turn on him fast. Oh, of course. I mean, no, him, him in particular. Of that course, guy in particular. Of course, I mean, the first first down you don't get. Oh, absolutely. On third and short, absolutely. He's so he's so fired. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Oh, I mean, he's thoroughly unlikable. I mean, you, know, you have a pretty, uh, you have a pretty short fuse with pretty much any player, any coach at all. Like, everybody, this is true. Any anytime somebody doesn't make a play, he's off your team. Oh, Oh yeah, they're very. I mean, guys are in danger of getting cut. Pretty play to play for, for play, play to play. play. Yeah, and yeah. then, and then a, a sixty-five yard touchdown. Oh, he's he's been up. He's been yeah, okay not for bad, us. not bad. Yeah, he can stick around. In game, but, uh, I mean, yeah, in game. When I'm watching the game, when I'm not watching it, when I'm away from watching the game, I'm <laughs> right. a lot more reasonable. Even when everybody's off your team, correct, correct. But but uh, this guy will be so off your team. Uh, Josh McDaniels, yes. Uh, listen, I, it's too early to, to get into speculating about who replaced. It. Look, they haven't even announced their firing Caldwell yet, and they won't until after the season. So um, I hope that that, again, is the silver lining from from my game. But other than that, not much to talk about. Um, Stafford had a bad game. What are you going to do? I mean, the guy can't carry us every single week. So uh, the defense is absolutely wretched. Oh, and to add insult to injury. So um, and I know like I never, ever talk about fantasy football because unless you're involved in it, it's the most boring thing. But we were in our Super Bowl. We were going to win some money. And had I played Giovanni Bernard, I would have won. But I benched that's, him. That's, irony can be pretty ironic. Yes, right. Exactly. As the exactly. Funds, as the funds so, totally pointed out. Right. So, so, my, so my point is, it was, it was aggravating enough that we were losing to the Bengals. But, and then Gio Bernard was also doing a number on us. But at least I would have been some small solace and satisfaction. I would have won like a grand or something like that. So, you know, I could have taken some small solace and satisfaction. But no. But no. no. To be fair to me, I benched him because Joe Mixon was announced as the starter. He got hurt on the first series of the game, of course, and never uh, came back okay. in. So I know he got hurt in that game. I didn't really yeah, first series. first series. First series of the game. So, anyway, Lions season over. This game against the Packers, I literally have no interest. I mean, I guess I'll watch because it's going to be 25 degrees out on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, and there are no bowl games on uh, during the day on Sunday. Um, so, I guess I'll watch. But, I mean, I literally they, they, I have no reason to watch the game. None. I mean, absolutely none. I mean, I guess and neither team has any incentive. Neither team has any incentive. Win. Aaron Rodgers isn't playing, obviously. By the way, did you hear that story? Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, so Aaron, the, the 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 Packers put Aaron Rodgers back on injured reserve with the same injury, which technically you're not supposed to do. If you do that, the player's supposed to be released. So all the teams have complained to the NFL. Why, why that, do they get it? Why do they get a grandfather and you know get right. a special special? Uh, well, because they're the Packers. They, special. Uh, what was the? Um, 
what was the, in um, in Saturday Night Fever? Special instead of dispensation, is it like special compensation? Or oh, special, I don't remember. Uh, what is he get special? special? Like you know, like, oh, I don't remember. Get, he was trying to get absolution for uh, his girlfriend getting an abortion. Oh, I don't so, remember. Uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, well, why are the Packers? Well, because they're the Packers, Aaron, because they're favorite nation they team status. Yeah, because they're, fa- they're, you know, when you're favorite nation team status like the Packers, that's what happens. I mean, it, it, and, to, and the to, to be fair, well, no, I mean, nobody gets gets uh, their rear well, end. Nobody gets hosed more than the Pats. Out <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, Tommy. It's unbelievable there. I mean, that Roger Goodell is always after us Pat- the Patriots fans. Three times this year. They've been they've been aided in winning games because of ridiculous yep. touchdown reversals. Yep. Three times it's happened, not yep. once, not twice, but thrice. So I know the Jets game, and I know obviously the Steelers game. What was the th- oh in the Bulls the Bills yeah, game? Bills three. Game. There you go. There you three. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the Packers thing. I mean it is a little petty of the other team. I mean they're not really going <laughs> to make them release Aaron Rodgers. I mean, look, I I, I, I hope they get Doc the draft pick. I mean, they won't, but no. Uh, well, they, they, that's the thing. They they'll, should. They'll probably. You know, I'm sure I, they'll amend the rules. To, to, to be so. fair to the to the Packers, there's no competitive advantage gained by doing what they did. I don't think it was done in a nefarious manner. But the rule is the rule. If they somebody just blew it, then they need to be held accountable somehow. That's all. I mean, it's stupid to say they should have to release Aaron Rodgers because of it. It's a technicality, be, really. They should be get, draft, uh, draft to draft. Pick. Yeah, like a fifth round pick. No, or they should like just, just find them. Oh, okay. If it happens again, then you know. Then right. No, I think it was probably just an oversight, honestly. But right. I just it's fucked up. There's a little gamesmanship there, but you know it's a little bit. I mean, whatever. At that point, when you're not you're not fighting for the playoffs, that's what I mean. That point, you just you know, right. Just shut it down. They're done. It's they're not, done. It's it's. it's it's not. It's not egregious. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah. So, uh, your squad. I mean, look, just awful. I, awful, I, I don't know how. Awful, how do you hold the awful. opposing quarterback to ninety yards passing and you still lose a game at home? Uh, it, it's it's been, you know what's what's really they're in a precarious position here because. A lot of things have gone wrong. And yeah, it kind of goes hand in hand. I think it's kind of a bit of an aberration this year. Well, maybe. no, there's a few things. Number one, if you've watched this team game in game out, yeah, which I haven't, but I've cannot, seen plenty of you games. Cannot come away from the season 100 percent sure that you got your quarterback. He has been awful this year. Now, last year, every single game he answered the bell. Yeah, I mean, you know, I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop. Right, and then I finally got on board. So I got to get on board here. Um, he has. He was awful this year. His accuracy. Last year in training camp, um, before he got on the field in those in those preseason games, his, they said his actually he couldn't he couldn't right. throw the ball anywhere near. Well, it. and that was that was a big knock on him coming out of college too. Is that he was he was super athletic, great kid, good leader, but you know he had he had some work to do as far as being a polished thrower. It was terrible, right? So you know, but then uh, then you know preseason game, you know, he had that first good one. Yeah. Supposedly his practices still weren't great, but every time right. he got in the games, he was great. And then right. once one game after another last year, he kept answering the bell. Obviously, yep. the running game helped him. They, 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 they did help him along with the game plans, yeah. not putting him in bad situations. Well, like I like to say, he, and, I um, mean, they, he, he, he had to come out of the incubator this year. And, you know, it's, well, it's a whole also, different story. Obviously not helped him out at all. No, he's no, not very I'm good. I'm not receiver. sure. That, I mean, <laughs> nice I, catch, Des Brian, by the way, on Sunday. He's just in the fumble. I know, and the fumble. After he's lobbying and screaming to get the ball. I was watching the game, so as soon as that was going on, I was like, "When that happens, when he starts losing his mind, he's even more of a detriment. Right? Then he's more prone to fumbling. He's more prone to dropping the ball. Right? So I was pretty sure something really bad was going to happen. Yeah. Then um, they get they get a twenty something yard, like a, a twenty yard sack. Right. On um on, on Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Cowboys are up six nothing. Right. Like, you're midway through the second quarter. Right. Seahawks punt from their own goal line. Yep. Um. Switzer uh, gets tackled to the fifty. Right. Then you get some phantom. They were but they were calling it really tight for right. teams too. They called some phantom unsportsmanlike on who's the crew. I don't know who's the crew. I don't know who it was. Okay. I don't know who it was. Um, they called some some phantom unsportsmanlike. Why? Because he went out of bounds. He didn't come back in no, fast I, I enough. Don't know what for it one was. of those that stupid rule. So all of a sudden, you know that rule, right? With yeah, the yes, gunner tries, yes, exactly. he gets knocked out of bounds, and he doesn't try to get right back in in, this, in a split second. Somehow, it's a fifteen yard penalty. I, I, I don't know rule. what they. I couldn't see what they called. It, okay. it seemed, uh, you know, I mean, it might have happened. So instead of having the ball midfield, now you get the ball to your own thirty-five, right? Which is a big difference. First play. 
They hit Dez. You know, he's, he's fighting for us yards. And God doesn't even try to tackle him. He just punches, punches at the at ball. Punches at the ball. I saw the, the ball, play, yeah. And football, as soon as that happened, he knew the whole game flipped. Right. He knew that it was going to flip yep. the entire game. Yep. Um, you know, they get questionable pass interference call in the end zone. They right. Got, next thing you know, they got the ball first down at the one, and then they score. Um, your receivers all year have not helped you at all. Nobody's open. Yeah. Curiously enough, that entire game, um, Aikman is just incredulous that – the um, the Seahawks are, are bunching everybody tight at the box, right? And he's just how in the world can they not? You've got single coverage everywhere, right? How are you not being able to take advantage? You, because your receivers can't your beat receivers, anybody. That's your why your receivers are terrible. Yeah, your quarterback can't throw the ball anywhere near. I mean, yeah, bad. Uh, the protection wasn't great. Uh, Zeke was rusty in, bl- in, bl- in blitz protection. wasn't picking up the right guys. I mean, it's just, let me ask it's you this: I'm not convinced. All right. Des, I, I, he can't be this bad. Like, I mean, if you put him with a good offense, I think he can probably be productive. Is he number one receiver? Not he's so far from being. Yeah, a but the player. problem is he makes mo- number one receiver money. Uh, yes, he does. Now, what they can do is they, you know, they can. Um, I think, they, by they, the way, they, if, that if, your if quarterback's they, they, a quarterback. I, 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 I hope so. I know he didn't I, have I a great year. Guy. I don't think you can go into next year being one hundred percent sure. But then, what are you going to do? You're going to draft somebody? You're going to sign a free agent? You're I not mean, going to ride it out. Right, you're gonna ride it out. Okay, but you can't go. So into you're not looking game. to replace him next. I'm not. Year. Right. No, no, no. I'm okay. just not. I'm going to next year. Not sure that okay. he is the guy. But you're not. I hope you, he is. I really do. Okay. I root for the guy. Uh, it's just. By the way, speaking of that, I saw. I did happen to see his post game press conference. Guy could play on my team any day. Stand up guy. No, totally I'm, said. Look, didn't play well. No excuses. Whatever. Like didn't. He, he gave an honest. Answer, but it wasn't like um, a jutarian. No, sort he's of not jutarian. Canned answer. It was. No, it, he's, it was. No, he's, he's, <clears throat> it was what I you want, wanted I, to hear. I want him to but it was guy. honest. I yeah. want him to be the guy, and if he's not, then and, and they get and they go four and twelve next year. So be it. Right. Um, the receivers have not helped. The receivers have been no. Terrible. You guys need. You guys definitely need an upgrade and receiver. And they're all under contract too. So right. It's, it's, it's tricky. Um, you know, salary, salary cap because you. Honestly, well, it all depends about it all depends at least two of these. Guys. It all depends on dead money and all that kind of stuff. So that that's for the off season. But releasing Des actually won't kill them, right? It won't kill them. Yeah, okay. You probably eat about. I think you'd probably eat like about eight million. See, that's in, that's in, in dead money, which isn't great, but you'll save. I think it's like fifteen million or something like that. Yeah. So then that's then. I mean, and that's the interesting thing, right? Will uh, you know Jethro and company? Make the hard decisions that need to be made in the offseason because you know he loves his perceived stars. And Des Bryant, even though he hasn't played like a star in three years, is still a, ever since you signed the deal, it's been right. It's, you know, it's, a lot of it's been injuries. No, I, I get His it. Quarterback, he had a quarterback who could throw him open, as they say, right? Romo and him had get, oh, there's another thing, Dak and and uh, and, and Des, they're about they're at about 50 percent in terms of completion, percentage, right? Which is Horrendous. Yeah, that's not great. Your number one receiver, that is right. beyond that. Yeah. He can't catch. Right. He just he's he's just Well, I mean, look, I he's not he's not a bad teammate by, by all by all accounts. How um, many how many years has he been in a league? He's drafted in 2010. All right, so I mean, it's a long time. It's his 8th year in the league. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, you know, he's not getting any younger obviously. No, no but uh, he's just I mean, he's been awful this year. And yeah. Terrence Williams, I mean, it's been well documented. He doesn't help you out at all. No, These guys don't get open at all. Right, he can't throw anybody open. You know, he's not. He's not a very accurate quarterback. Right, so he's not able to again throw these guys. So open. far, Brian brought us a big. Uh, you know, the guy does all the scouting for the Cowboys. Yeah, you know, he after like watching, and he also watches the All Twenty Two, so he sees where the receivers are. Right, he's convinced All Twenty Two. By the way, that's the coaches film for the uninitiated. Right, yes. which we, which you have. You know, you can pay. For, you yes, know, we, you as you, a fan, you. you, you Yes. To yeah, if you do the NFL Game Pass or whatever, you exactly. can you can get exactly. you can get the download of your game with the all twenty two. He so he he says, um, and not that his word is law, but it's just it's you know it's an it's an informed opinion. Somebody knows what he's looking at. Mm-hmm. He sees a quarterback who uh, is shell shocked because his receivers keep clanging the ball up in the air and getting picked. Right. He sees uh, a quarterback whose receivers never get open. Right. And he holds the ball. And now he's not he's right. Not, he just he can't. He, well, he and can't a bad offensive line this year for major stretches of the season. I mean, that number seventy-five I saw out there again. Byron Bell. He, yeah. He's a horror show. He's not I mean, great. Uh, oh, that's another concern that you have to have is, is Tyron's health going forward, right? Because um, it's a back injury that can be chronic. Injury. Yeah, and yeah. He, you know, he's you know, he uh, he had a, an, an MCL sprain. Right. He tried to go. I know. He lasted. He actually didn't even last the first series. Right. I mean, and they showed me he could barely walk. Right. I mean, it was it was crazy. I mean, the guy that guy. 
That guy can play on my team. And he, nah, he listen, when he's when he's when he's right, he's one of the best left tackles in the sport. I mean, look, it was a bad year. Uh, you know, obviously, oh, and, and the, the, other thing, the other thing you have to be worried about is can you rely on the running back? And you cannot definitively say that you can. In, ter- in terms of one, he does not. He's shown he does not exactly make great decisions. He's one. He's one stupid thing from getting suspended for a year. Yeah, no. So listen, he needs, I, be, he, he needs to be a little concerned about that. Uh, yeah. So uh, you got you got major major concerns. Yeah. Now it's an important offseason. Coaches, I think Linehan's job is probably not safe. Especially with that, with his performance at the goal line with the season on the line, right, right. Cute strange, the strange calls. Uh, well, by the way, as a Lions fan, when he used to be our offensive coordinator, I can he tell you that, that that's that. not that's not uncommon from Scott Linehan. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I mean, he does a lot of good things. He does a lot of good things at times, but yes, there are times when he does try to get and, too cute. If you cute. want to run him out of town, just remember because his game plans that kept kept your quarterback on right. you know, with the, the top. That's what top I'm saying. Last he year. he so does a lot of he good didn't things. All of a sudden, you know, forget how to coach football. He does a it's lot just, of good things. But when you see on you know on the line, it's uh, you know you want you want to put your best players in the chance in, you know in a, yep. in a, give them a chance to when you gotcha. Games. No, I know. So um, yeah, so I would I would say the coaches are probably you know well I, mean, I think Jerry already said Garrett's safe. Right. Yeah, I mean, That's fair. I mean, look, you can't. You know, you had a really good year last year. You lost a heartbroken, a heartbreaking game uh, in the playoffs to Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers doing Aaron Rodgers things. Right. Uh, and you know, look, you had a rough year this year with all the off the field stuff. The running back is an idiot. Uh, you know, with all the the nonsense with is he suspended? Is he not suspended? You had a lot of injuries on the offensive line, which certainly com- contributed to the to you know. You're right. So a lot of inconsistency. Yeah, and, and, and then, look, and a then, lot of guys are due. And then obviously Sean Lee when he's hurt, when he's out right. of the game. Now that's a problem. To me, that's another big problem. I mean, you're missing one guy. Your defense can't completely. Fault. Uh, as 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 I, I forget who whatever I forget who the person who's credited with this expression it set it was, but it's one of the best availability in the NFL is availability. Yeah, and yeah, I mean it doesn't matter how good a player you are if you can't ever get on the field, you know, you're not unfortunately you're not helping your team. So. Right. But, you, but your defense shouldn't completely fall apart. No, I, I mean, know. You can't go from being like with Sean Lee, they're they're an okay defense. You know, right, they're a solid to okay defense. Yep. Uh, without him, they're barely a college right. defense. Yeah. So, no, I hear you. You got a lot of questions. A lot of so, questions. Yeah. Well, and you will be. You will have answers because you will be scouting. You will be watching. <laughs> you will be. You will be. Uh, you will be looking under. Uh, no stone goes unturned with you. That's exactly right. You will right. scour the country. You will find football players for yeah. your team. It's just. It's up to the owner. <laughs> I mean, a, I can only do what I can do. You can only lead a horse to water, Aaron. You can't make exactly him drink. Right. I mean, there's only so much you can do for Jerry and company. Yeah. Uh, it's, and that, now it's upon them whether or not do they want to listen to you and they want to help their football team, or do they want to keep I doing things their way? Solution. The question is, what are they going <laughs> to do? It's exactly. Right, right. I put it to you, Greg. Yes, uh, I, I'm with you. I, I listen. I'm going to find a way to get Bonds and Griffin in the same outfield, and we won't even have to give up that. There much. you go. Exactly. You're going to figure out a way to get JJ Watt and uh, and and Todd Gurley on your team, and you know maybe for like Cole Beasley and David Irvin, and you, and you're good to go. All right. And, oh, and for our receiving help, I'll, we'll figure out a way to get Antonio Brown. Right? There you go. Right. Yeah. Or do our. Yeah, we'll give, we'll give, you know, maybe like give up, give a six round pick. I mean, he was a, he was a six round pick. Right. That's so equal we'll value. Yeah, exactly. Right. Julio yeah. Jones, maybe you could get, or maybe Calvin Johnson will come out of retirement and play for the Cowboys. Or, or Roy Williams. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yes, indeed. Yeah, uh, yeah that happened. So, well, let's swing around the rest of the league real quick, and then I, I believe I just. Uh, <clears throat> There's still games going on? Uh, I know, I know. Our producer just—I just heard in my ear that uh, Omar Minai is downstairs uh, in the lobby, so he should—he right. should That's be up right. here in a little while. But the NFC, we just, we just had the green room remodeled. That's true, we did. We've got uh, some nice painted bi- the green. So yeah, we've got some nice Bigelow tea in there, uh, courtesy of Joe Torre and company. Um, <laughs> we've got uh, we've got uh, some nice cons uh, hot dogs from uh, leftover from Shea Stadium. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, the NFC playoff picture is pretty much decided. The only decision left is the sixth uh, sixth seed, which is the second wild card, uh, which will be Atlanta if they win or Seattle. If Seattle wins and Atlanta loses. So 
Um, and Atlanta doesn't have an easy game. They got to play Carolina. Seattle's got to play Arizona at home. But Arizona always seems to give Seattle problems. Wouldn't this be such an NFL thing to watch Seattle all of a sudden? Of course, somehow, somehow totally rise from the dead and make noise in the playoffs. Listen, I, 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 I did you see their despicable display yes. two weeks ago against Jacksonville? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, and and and. There's a couple guys on Seattle I like, right? Earl Thomas, because we liked him in college, and the guys played really well in the pros. Cliff Averill. That's the Cowboys. Come get me. I know. Cliff Averill, really good player for the Lions. He's been a very good player for the Seattle. Unfortunately, he's been out. He's out on IR for the rest of the year with a neck injury. Um, Bobby Wagner, I liked coming out of college. Uh, he's been a great player for them. Maybe the best middle linebacker in the NFL. Um, so there's players on that team that I like. Uh, Russell Wilson. I have to respect the guy. I mean, a guy is a really good player. He has a, he's had a horrible you, offensive you line. See, you see some tiki and some. Uh, I, and some you know what? I thought. Or, I, or I, have, you, have you have you have you softened that? I did bit? say that a couple of years ago, and I was waiting for the worm to turn a little bit there. And I have to give him credit. It really hasn't gone in that direction. Mm, he's right. pretty much. I think he pretty much. I think he's authentic. I think he's legit. Okay. Uh, and the guy's a hell of a player. And I mean, he's maddening to play against. He, he escapes sacks. You know. He pulls Houdini axe right and left, um, but yes, I could totally. But but overall, I find the Seahawks and Pete Carroll to be well, annoying. I know, I know. So that, and that must have uh, really grinded your gears even more uh, <laughs> that, that game on Sunday. It but, was tough to watch. Oh, but, and my kicker killed me too. But if I'm looking, because right, basically, right now, what what mode we're in is. Who has the best chance to beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl? Because the Patriots are making the Super Bowl, right? Do you think anybody in the Well, AFC? it's all set up. I mean, well, so you have the Steelers, uh, at the right. Antonio Brown, less Steelers, right. who yep. aren't going to get a home field advantage because of that ridiculous call. Correct. Which doesn't happen, if, by the way, if uh, Sean Davis picks a ball off one of the series before. Sean, Davis, me, so, Sean Davis had one of the you couldn't play roughest uh, last three minutes of a game you'll ever see. Uh, and that's my guy because he's a Maryland guy. Yards off well, but also, so I mean, he drops an interception. What is that about the fifteenth interception that Brady should have thrown to lose a game in his career? That's insane. That it's that insane. didn't get that didn't get intercepted. It's happened at least twice this year, right? It happened against Houston, yep. and it happened against Pittsburgh. And, and he fumbled two plays before uh, he threw what should have been a game losing pick to Houston. That's right. But of course, the recovered. Patriots recovered it. Correct. Correct. The, the charmed life. I mean, listen, we, never his, we've talked about his it. Faustian deal never expires. No, no, no. I mean, we've talked about it forever. I mean, look, their, their, their whole dynasty was built on the shoulders of uh, some esoteric rule nobody ever heard of being in, in, enforced uh, in, that, in, in the snow game against the, page, uh, against the uh, Raiders the, with the tuck rule. And that set the whole thing in motion. So, anyway. Um, it only got reviewed because it was on the, on the south side of the two-minute warning, too, and reason they even got reviewed in the first place. Is that right? Yeah, it should, it should, yeah. It's just it, it never ends. The only team I think that has a chance, maybe, to to upset them would be the Chiefs. That would be the only team that maybe could have it. But guess what? You what, don't see Blake Bortles going in there. Uh, you don't see him going into. You know, Florida? he's actually played for him. He's had a good year. Um, and that defense is impressive, although after that stinker, they just... The second, the moment that we concede that Blake Bortles is any good, exactly. it'll show us... Well, that's what I mean. You could, We could try to talk ourselves into, till we're blue in the face, why Jacksonville might have a chance to beat the Patriots, or they got a really good defense, and then Leonard Fournette, and blah, no, 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 no. No. Basically, all you have to do is look at Blake Bortles, Tom Brady... Period in a discussion. That's pretty much all. I mean, I, look, I, 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 I hope I am wrong. I hope we're both dead wrong. I hope I, I have egg on my face and Jacksonville beats the Patriots thirty-one nice. seven. But now that the Pats are signing James Harrison, now you can now you can mark <laughs> it. Unbelievable. Down. He will do something in the playoffs. It's unbelievable. Some, he will make some kind of ridiculous play yep. to win them a playoff yep. game. He'll make if, a, not, if not two playoffs. Oh, he'll get. He'll have a big strip sack fumble or something like that. Um, Kenny Britt, another miscreant, by the way. The Patriot way, by the way. They have such good guys on that team. Let's see, you had a murderer on your team for five years. Uh, so that's good. Um, and now Kenny Britt, another miscreant who can't ever stay on a team. And, of course, he gets – he get, oh, Michael Floyd, right? They had him for a while. Uh, right, remember they right. signed him last yeah, year after, Blunt, after like, his fourth DUI. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt, right, who, who quit on the Steelers because he wanted he didn't want to be there anymore. Um 
uh, who just did that again? Oh, Bennett. Uh, Marty Bennett. Marty Bennett. Marty Bennett just did that. Black Unicorn doing his thing. Uh-huh. Although he did finally go. He ended up going on injured reserve finally. Did he? Yeah, I believe so. Mm. But, yeah, the Marty Bennett thing was he didn't like being on the pa- the Packers after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. So then he basically said, oh, I can't play. And the pa- Packers said, no, you can play. And then he said, but I'm not going to show up. So they released him. And then he went and signed back with the Patriots, who he played for last year. Uh huh, and had one good game for them, and then got. Then I think he did get re-injured himself, and he has been out for the year. And the Patriots do this all the time. They take these castoffs. But by, by the way, they're they're the Raiders of the seventies. The Patriots of today and the last fifteen years are what the Raiders used to be in the seventies. They get all these ne'er do well miscreants that all the teams don't like. Or these rejects, and they flout the rules. They fight with the league. They do all this stuff, and they get games named after them, like like the uh, the Holy Roller. Right. You know. Right. That's right. That's right. That was the Kenny Stabler play, right? Uh-huh. To Dave. To, to Dave Casper. Yes. Um, there was the one where you just flipped the ball up to Dave Casper. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yep. Because the Dolphins, I believe that was. I think so. Yeah. 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 Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had the immaculate reception, which went against them. That did go against them. But you had you had Lester Hayes with all his stickum everywhere. Oh, the, the, the Tuck rule that was the, the that Tuck was rule, the right? That was that against the Raiders. That was, That's true. Good yeah. point. But yeah, I mean, it's the Patriots. But but you know, but they've got they've got you know the Golden Boy at quarterback. So their perception is you know well actually. I think the rest of the country pretty much can't stand the Patriots. It's only that little bubble up there in New England where they, they all think that, uh, you know. Everyone's against Tommy. Right. And the whole world's against the, the poor Patriots and their, and their franchise. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think the Chiefs would be the only team that might have a shot. Um, only because if they get that pass rush generated again, if they have a healthy Justin Houston, and they've got a pretty decent secondary. And if it's a close game under two minutes, Andy Reid will... Uh, That's will, true, too. ...will fritter that He'll away. figure so, out a way to blow that. So, yeah, so the Pats are in the Super Bowl. <coughs> uh, against NFC the, the, the Wentzless uh, Eagles? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't think so. I, don't th- I, I, think, I think either... Uh, right, Minnesota going to get there? No, right now, I, I, right now, my pick is New Orleans to make the Super Bowl. Mm. I think the Saints would make the Super Bowl. I think their defense is better than people give it credit for. Well, they played pretty, they played pretty well this year. They, they've, obviously, they've got they had a windfall draft, great draft. I mean, one of the better drafts you'll see from a first year perspective in a long, long. That Marshawn Lattimore is ridiculously yep. good. Um, yeah. Uh, Cam Jordan's having a monster year for them at defensive end. But I love their run game, obviously. Great quarterback. Uh, good enough pass rush. They got guys that can p- make plays in the secondary. Uh, I think they're they, – do you know what? The, the Saints, to me, are last year's Falcons. Mm. Two really good running backs, really good quarterback, uh, and just enough pass rush and playmakers in the secondary on defense. Yeah, that's they, 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 to me they're the same team, um, but maybe a little bit better because Breeze is a better quarterback than Matt Ryan. So um, and they've got you know they've got some big time you know uh, Thomas uh, Michael Thomas a big time receiver. Um, I, you know, I wasn't big on uh, on Michael Thomas coming out of college. Neither was he I. Was I thought I thought he was very wrong. I thought he was Ted Ginn Jr. Although Ted Ginn Jr. turned into a pretty right, good mate, player. Right. He's continues to make plays. Right? Yeah. I don't, know so, I don't know if he's had his usual, you know, ten drops this year, but uh, he's, still, he's always made plays. Yeah, he 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 definitely, you know, he's cleaned that up somewhat. But yeah, I, I saw. Oh, he against the Falcons on Sunday, he had a horrible drop that ended up being uh, close to a pick six for the Falcons. But then that's when they got stoned on fourth down when I think Freeman fumbled the ball. Mm. Um, but anyway, yeah, right now uh, I guess it's gonna. I would pick a Patriots Saints Super Bowl, and I, I. But I think the Saints would have a chance. To, to knock them off. Hopefully we won't have a situation like last year where they're up 25-3 and then somehow manage to blow the game. <laughs> All right. Let's take a break. I hear Omar is ready ready and raring to go, so we'll take a break and we'll come back with the Omar Minai interview. I think the last time we did this has got to be about five years ago. So five years later, Omar, back after this. And we had a little technical difficulty, but we are back. That, of course, was the Meet the Mets song. And in studio, after a five-year uh, hiatus, 
the one, the only, now uh, special assistant to Sandy Alderson, Omar Manaya. Omar, welcome back. It's it's been it's been a minute, as they say. Oh, Aaron, Aaron, it's very good to be here. I, uh, I I am very happy to be here. Thank you very much for having me on the show. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, so, how's it feel to be back? Oh, Aaron, listen, I mean, I got to tell you, it, it feels great. It feels great to be back. I mean, you know, this is my organization that I grew up in. You know, I'm from Queens originally, so I, 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 I'm very happy about that. You're getting back to your roots. I, I am getting back to my roots. I'm a, I am now, you know, in player personnel, which is, that is my strong suit. That's what I'm used to doing. I can scout talent. Uh, I can do things uh, around those types of things in areas, you know, as they say. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I mean, you uh, can do a lot of things in areas. That that that's right. That's right. So yeah, I, I listen. I, I I just want to say first and foremost, I owe a debit of gratitude to Sandy Alderson, uh, sure, sure, and and the Wilpons, of course, the the best owners in all of of, of all in all of baseball. Well, which which I, leads me to my question here. Um, you know, there's some fans that are a, a little, uh, I guess. A little impatient with the with the Wilpons. It's got to feel good going to an organization, um, working for an owner that will do whatever it takes to win. Correct? Oh, Aaron. I mean, absolutely. I mean, yeah. you can't you you can't get a better owner than Fred Wilpon. Really wants to win. Oh, he'll, he'll do whatever he can, and that's why that again, you know, he, he makes good hires. Omar Manaya. I, I I don't mind saying. I don't mean to uh, well, put him on the spot here, but that's a, that's a, that that tells that should tell their entire fan base that we are serious about winning baseball games. Well, look, Aaron. I mean, the thing about it that you have to remember, you see, is the fact that I mean, listen. Uh, the Mets are a very good baseball team. I mean, listen, we have Cespedes, uh, we have Conforto, uh, Ahmed Rosario. Uh, I mean, he's going to be a very good player. Uh, and, you know, so the th- that is the thing. I mean, I understand the fans are frustrated, but I mean, that's, that's, and that's why I love New York, Aaron, because, you know, the, the, these fans, they want to win. They want to win. Well, what would you, what would you say to angry Met fans? Well, I mean, listen, that's the thing. I mean, I say they want to win. I mean, I know they want to win. They, they do want to win. They want That's to win. And they, and they want to win. So, I mean, look, I'd rather be part... And you, and you can recognize this. I mean, that's, 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 some, that's some next level uh, executive... I mean, listen, the thing there. about it that you have to remember, Aaron, is the fact that, I mean, look, I, I, I grew up in Queens. I'm from Queens. This is my organization. I want to win. The, the, the Fred wants to win. Jeff wants to win. Uh, Sandy wants to win. I want to win. The fans want to win. So that's what you need to know. So let me put you on the spot here, um, as you're just coming. Uh, you're just coming back to the fold. But a couple weeks ago, your uh, crosstown rivals made an aggressive move to acquire the services of home run king Gene Carlos Stanton. Um, you know, some fans might suggest. Some Met fans might actually suggest that you weren't particularly aggressive or didn't really make much of an effort, and your owner would actually come out and say that it's kind of irresponsible <laughs> for the Yankees to, to make such a win. It's not, it, that model is unsustainable. So, you know, in, in, your, in, your, pers- in your player personnel uh, aegis, yes. how do you address this? How do you address this, this with the fans? What moves do you see going forward that, could, uh, that will advance the Mets', uh, Mets prospects of winning baseball games in 2018 and beyond? Well, the thing about it that you have to understand, remember, see, Aaron, is that first of all, Giancarlo Stanton's a great player. He's a great player, right? I mean, that's so you have to understand that first. Yeah, yes, you do. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So you have to understand that first. Giancarlo Stanton's a great player. Every any team would be very happy to have him. Uh, that happened before I came here, so I, I can't I can't really speak about that. You know, so much. I don't know what the mess wanted. I mean, I I would assume any team would want Giancarlo Stanton. You know, but. I mean, I don't know. They got Stalin Castro. He's a very, very good player. I mean, I don't know. The Mets had, maybe they had the, 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 the players that the Marlins wanted and maybe, you know, same division. I, so I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know you about that. You can't really speak to that. Uh, I, I understand. Yeah, it was before yeah. my time. That was before my time. Uh, but uh, what, was the, what was the other part of the question then? You say, oh, well, so, yeah, I mean, look, again, you have to understand, we want to win. I mean, we, we want to win. The, the, the Wilpons, they want to win. Sandy wants to win. I want to win. Uh, did I say we have great players like you Cespedes? Did, you, did, you did. But okay. there's, there's got to be some fiscal responsibility, I think. And then and, and Wilpon, I guess, does a good job of, of staying within the luxury tax. Um, well, I mean, listen, I know, a lot of fan, I, I know a lot of fans are very upset because, 
the the Wilpons say that uh, well they don't say anything actually they they never say anything but uh, but Sandy has come out and said that uh, they they payroll is going down uh, I don't know why yet I I haven't really spoken to Fred or Jeff you know I just showed up yeah. uh, I just got here so I, I I don't know so some some have suggested this this is actually possibly an awkward situation I mean what, what, what's your take an awkward situation in that. Um, you, know, you mean the fact that I used to work for, I used to have the job Sandy has now, and then they fired me, and then they bring me back? Uh, yeah. You I mean guess, that? I guess that could be uh, a way of putting it. Yeah, I mean, that, that could be awkward. I mean, uh, I mean, listen, what you have to understand, Aaron, is that I used to have this job, and then I didn't do it very well, so they fired me. Right. And then they replaced me with this guy, Sandy, and now I come back to work for Sandy. Yeah. But he's that's not doing a very good job so far like either. So are you saying that maybe oh, then... Your boss is not doing a very good job? Well, I mean, I, I, I don't say that. I mean, I think the fact that I'm back here, though, how great could he be doing if they bring me back? I mean, to be honest. Wow. Yeah, this is, uh, this I mean, is but, quite a revelation. But hold on. No, 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 no. You're putting words in my mouth now. I love Sandy. I think Sandy's great. One of the greatest GMs in the history of baseball. Oh, so you're, so you're going to have... You'll have no problem working together. Oh, no. No, not at all. Listen, my job here is I to... I Brett Cecil's available, by the way. Uh, no, well, I don't, I don't get involved in the major league talent, Aaron. I am, I am back to my roots. Remember, I'm very good at scouting... And finding talent, the, like you are in the football, like you say with your Cowboys. That's what I do. I find, ah, yes, I find, okay. I find baseball players. Right. You see, right. you find football players. I find the baseball player. Uh huh. So it is my job now to find the baseball players for the Mets. Nice. Okay. So you're you're gonna, you're gonna leave no stone unturned. That's right. That's whether right. It's in the Dominican. Whether it's uh, whether it's whether. Well, as you know, we did a very good job. I mean, I, I found Wilmer Flores. We signed an international contract. Uh, J. Rus Familia. I signed uh, international. I draft Matt Harvey. I draft uh, Jacob Degrom. So you know, I have a pretty good track record of getting some players here for the Mets. So what can Mets look forward to? Well, listen, in 2018 and beyond. Aaron, the thing you have to understand, first of all, the Wilpons want to win. Okay, they yes. want to win. As, as they demonstrated uh, time after time. They, they, they want to win. I mean, that's, you know, if you read any of the reports, I mean, that's, you know, they want to win. Hey, they, hey their word's good enough for me. Sandy wants to win. I want to win. The fans want to win. The mm. players want to win. They, they do. Everybody wants to win. Yeah. So that's that's first first thing you need to understand. Right. right. Is that we want to win. Right. So... I mean, again, we've got some very good players. Cespedes. Yes, yes, you mentioned that. <laughs> Conforto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you mentioned him as well. Uh-huh. <laughs> Rosario. Yeah, I think you also mentioned him. Right. No. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, the one they call Thor. I can't pronounce his last name, but the big blonde guy yes, yes. with the long hair. He's very good. Uh Matt Cindy, Harvey. Let's just call him Cindy for C- sure. Cindy, yes, that's good. That's <laughs> I like this style. Yes, that's yeah. very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Harvey. They got room for me. Can I? Yeah, we, we can. Yeah, maybe. We, I, oh, I thought football was In your case thing. This, uh, this interviewing thing doesn't <laughs> I thought football was more your thing than baseball. But uh, you should be happy. Your Yankees very good. They're going to hey, be very Yankees good. Are full of football players. I can find football players that, for your baseball. That, team. That's true. That's true. Uh, but your Yankees going to be very good because they got uh, Giancarlo Stanton. You know, I don't know. If you knew that. Yeah, that's right. That's a good point. Yeah, they got him. He's very, very good player. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think I, what I would say to Mets fans is we want to win. Uh, we're going to do what it takes to win. Right. And we have some very good players here already. You're going to do what it takes to win, but if I'm, a, if, if I'm reading between lines, uh, within reason. Well, I mean, listen, Aaron, I mean, you know, not everybody could be Jankies, you know. We can't spend uh, all that money all the time. So, you know, we have to be smart with the money that we want to spend. Uh, but, but, believe, but believe me, Mets fans, uh, Fred and, uh, and Jeff, even though I haven't ever spoken to, I haven't even spoken to them yet, but he, uh, we, we don't even have meetings. But, uh, just, but just know that they are very committed to winning. I don't, we'll do whatever it takes. I don't know if you saw my old colleague uh, Steve Phillips uh, came out the other day and said that uh, oh. fans should give the Mets, uh, the Wilpons a break because uh, they want to win. I wonder, he could probably help you guys out too, right? Well, I, you know, I, 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 they, 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 
it's got, 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 got some got some got some issues probably need to be worked through. But once once that happens in today's environment, it shouldn't be a problem. I, I think I am uh, how they say uh, living uh, a, a, a living uh, testimony to the fact that uh, uh, the doors never close uh, with the Mill Ponds and the Mets. That's right. No matter uh, how much you screw up in the past, uh, when they they could still hire you back. Uh, like an Isaiah Thomas kind of thing. Well, well, yeah, maybe something like that. I don't know. That's basketball. I don't really. I I follow the baseball, Aaron. That is my thing. Is I yeah, follow yeah, the baseball yeah. very closely. Yes. It's all about players, Aaron. That's yeah. why I'm here. It is. That's, That's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So right. so so in conclusion, what can uh, what what can Met fans look forward to in in, in 2018? Well, I mean, I've asked this similar question, and more in a round. We're, we're getting, you know, in a roundabout way, just getting back to the to the crux of it. What, uh, what, what can Met fans look forward to, and how can you help deliver on that promise? Well, the the thing you have to understand and remember, Aaron, is that I'm here to get players. So I will be getting players. Uh, now they may not be ready right away because I'm going to be, you know, in the minor leagues, mm-hmm. uh, scouting, developing, you know, the things that I, the things that I do, getting baseball players. Right. Uh, so you know, do, we may not see the uh, the fruits of my labors for maybe several years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we have some very good players now. We have Cespedes, <laughs> right? You have Conforto, right? We have Conforto. We have Rosario. We have the big blonde guy, uh, Thor, they call him. Right. So we're going to be – the, the Mets fans can look forward, I think, to a team that wants to win mm-hmm. this year and then and beyond. All right. Well, Omar, thank you so much for coming by. Um, we hope to – Oh, Aaron, anytime. Anytime. Maybe we'll check in, in you know, during the, uh, during the Grapefruit League. Yeah, I'll come back spring training. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we'll see where we're at. And uh, I think uh, I think my fans will be um will be pleasantly surprised. That sounds that sounds great, my friend. Always good to see you. Uh well thanks for stopping by, Omar, and uh we'll uh, we'll we'll talk again soon. All right. All right, well, folks, you heard it here first, Omar Manai's first interview since being hired back by the Mets. Uh gotta say he didn't give you a lot. He didn't really give you a lot. I, so. I, I, th- I thought he really was able to get a lot out of it. <laughs> I, 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 I listen. Again, it's just journalism. <laughs> <doesn't laughs> out, you know? I, I, I thought you asked good questions. Uh, he seemed a little oh, rattled hard, at times. Hard-hitting journalism. He seemed a little rattled at times. He um, he, he, he seemed pretty fixated on the... tenuous grasp He seemed fixated on Cespedes, Conforto, and Rosario. Right. And, and Thor. And, and, and Thor. Thor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he seemed pretty fixated on those guys. Um, don't know that... you know. But again, uh, in the grand scheme of things, is hiring Omar Minai the worst thing? Probably not. Look, Sandy Alston has not done a very good job uh, developing uh, the minor leagues. Um and that was supposedly that was kind of one of Omar six. He he mentioned to you some of the the hits that he had: Familia, Flores, Harvey, Degrom. Um, but you know the fact remains. I mean, you, I remember you texted me last week the, the article about Fred Wilpon being mad that the Yankees got Giancarlo Stanton. Incredulous. As, as if as how, if how can they do this? How can they be so irresponsible? Yeah, as if this happened in a vacuum. As if he has no say or control over these matters. Um, Fred, you own the team. So if you want to get Giancarlo Stanton, tell Sandy Olsen to go get Giancarlo Stanton. I mean, it, g- give your fans some reason to, to think they uh, have some interest in... in it's uh, ridiculous. It, they, they are such an embarrassment of an organization. And, you know, the funny thing is that I've been so angry about the way they've gone about their business this offseason. This is as angry as I've been in a long time. Um, and I, I, I talked about it last week a little bit about how, you know, look... If if there's something going on that the fans don't know, then yeah, you know, come out and say something. You have to tell the fan. All the fans know right now is that they're slashing payroll by twenty million. Nobody knows why. They haven't given any explanation, and basically that they are perfectly content to play on the fringes. And if everything breaks right, and they all their pitchers are healthy, and Cespedes plays 145 games, and Conforto comes back on schedule and isn't compromised by the injury, and you, you know, and we have a couple, and, and Rosario continues. I mean, it's every it's right. It's you a, need everything to go right. You need a million things to go right. Exactly, and can it happen? 
It can happen. Maybe. It's not It's not something you go into the season being particularly confident about. No. But, I mean, they have so many. Listen, they, 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 have, they, have, they had a need for a third or fourth starter type. You know, the way Bartolo Colon was for them a couple years ago. Guy would give you 200 innings and, went and win between, you know, 12 and, and 14 games for you. Not going to be a superstar. But, again, that innings eater that can also figure out a way to win games. They need a guy like that. They're not going to do it. They need a second baseman. They're well, not going to do it. Come around with this innings eater thing. Remember that used to be like a big thing with you. Well, no, no, no. You got to be. You got to be a, 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 at least uh, competent at it. Right. Don't give me a guy who, who pitches two hundred innings, but it's a five ER ten and sixteen with a, with a five ERA. ERA. Right? Yeah, that 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 right. doesn't do me any good. Right. Um, but right, yes, no. You know what I'm saying? An yeah, effective yeah. innings eater. Um, Anyway, I mean, look, the Mets are a joke. Now, have you heard that their their latest strategy? By the way, they're always following everything, right? They're never out ahead of anything. So now they're going to, A, um, have their pitchers not go through the third time in the order, supposedly. So they're going to really try to build up the bullpen. Oh, and also, they're, they're, they're not necessarily... So, so, so they're big analytics people now? Uh, exactly. That's, that's, like yeah. the new, that's the new thing. I know. It's, third, it's down, third time through the order. They're hitting 350. Yep, and- yep. By the way, b- baseball is becoming un- – I think we talked about this already, but it's becoming well, yeah. unwatchable. Yeah. I mean, well, it's just the, just the way the game's going. I, mean, I know. The, the days of the, of the hands-on manager, uh-huh. pretty pretty over. I mean, it, yep. it did, it did him uh, Joey Looseleaf, as you know, was my guy. By the way, yeah, you know what? We, all, we got five minutes left. Let's talk about that because uh, I was dumbfounded and as shocked as anybody that they got rid of him. I think that guy was a hell of a manager. Uh, is he Mr. Warm and Fuzzy? No. Couldn't care less. Who cares? Couldn't care less. Who? Was he great with the media? No, couldn't care Who less. Who cares? This, this Andrew Marchand has had some, you know, the guy for ESPN. Uh-huh. Has, has his well, he, from you, a long he used time, to be right a New there. York beat writer, too. He used to write for one of the New York papers, yeah. so that's probably why. Uh, yeah, but he really has had it in for him for a while, for the last couple of years. Well, that's what I'm like, saying. He probably like, had a run-in with him back when he wrote. I think he used to write for the Daily News. Mm. So uh, I like to get the Daily News. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, listen. Uh, that guy just lived, breathed, slept baseball. Yep. He took every game to heart. Yep. That, that's that's kind of what you want. Yeah, it's not it's not what you want, as you would say. I, it's just uh, you know, I mean, maybe they thought he had a deteriorating deteriorating relationship with the with the younger guy. How bad could I, it I be? You, you came to a game more than a World I Series with a team that wasn't expected to even go like, that far. Like, this is something the catcher has to catch the ball. And and San, and and then by the way, did you see that? Then the reverse spin on that was that then people said he wasn't hard enough on Sanchez, and he was the reason why his his, uh, his defense was sloppy. And then by the way, Sanchez came out and refuted that and said, first of all, I had no problem with Joe Girardi at all. I didn't, I didn't mind. And he called him out. All he did was point out what the he whole to, world he to, saw. Yeah, he has to catch the ball. That he was not. That he was a little sloppy in some of his footwork and whatever. The whole world saw that. There's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Girardi didn't rip him. He, ne- yeah, he never bailed on his players. He never. protected his players. Always. Listen, I... I, <laughs> I mean, you know, he, yeah, he wasn't Joe Torre. Who cares? Right. I, look, he Joe was, Torre, who had no idea who, how to manage a bull. Ever have a losing play. record? Um, I don't think he did. No. No, he didn't. No. Made the playoffs. How many times he's here for 10 years? Would he make playoffs? Seven out of 10 years? Whatever it was. I mean, yeah. Eight. Yeah, I think so. Right? Yeah. Uh, and those years that you didn't make the playoffs, you won eighty something games. We go ten with, games over five hundred with terrible, with teams. not very good teams. He willed those teams to eighty four, eighty five wins. Should have won about sixty games. And let, they 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 won uh, they went twelve games over five. Let, let, let me just tell you. Let, let me tell you as a Mets fan that 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 team on the Mets that's a seventy win team at best. At best, at best, that's a seventy win team with Terry Collins managing that team. At best. Because guess what? That's what the Mets basically had for the first four years of Terry Collins' tenure here. And that's what they did. They won 70 games, 72 games, 75 games. So I've seen it. George already willed that Yankees team to whatever yeah, it was yeah, that you year. you manage with too much of a football mentality. I, this I, is baseball. I mean, come on. Now, now, now Cashman is a sharp guy. Like, he I, is. I, you know, I, you know, I I'm, a, you know I'm a Cashman more, fan. I expected a little more from the varsity letter. <laughs> yes. But, I, so, you know, maybe he's pretty good that we're not, but I, I don't, I don't get it. You got to think that there's a personality clash between Cashman and Girardi. I, I, I listen to. I mean, ten years Shara. sometimes. Like, Teixeira didn't give didn't give him a ring endorsement, but I'm still not. I mean, well, ten years is a long time. Sometimes people get tired of each other. It does. It has been known to happen, obviously, in, in all in all sports. Um, I just listen. I, I I didn't. I thought the whole 
way it was handled was was uh, a bit unseemly. Um, again, a guy that that did an amazing job here. Really, I mean, he did. He a, knew. He knew. He took he, over for a legend. Yeah. Won a World Series. Yeah. In second winning year. record every year. Playoffs almost every uh, every year. Had took a team that wasn't expected to do, to do a lot this year to within a game of the World Series. Down 2-0 to the Indians and battled back. Uh, I mean, listen. good instincts too. Very good instincts about when, I just, when to pinch run. How what what? Explain to me what Aaron Boone is going to do that's better than that. I, I just want to know. A guy's never managed a game in his life, by the way. Communication. Yeah. Communication. Oh, I, I know. Communicate. Apparently, he's Mark Anthony, Winston Churchill, and JFK all wrapped up into one. He's the great communicator, Aaron Boone. I, I, I don't know. I I mean, it's unbelievable. I mean, Joey loosely knew the game in and out. I mean, just like, I don't know, you remember that play in the playoffs where uh, Aaron Judge on a, on a ball that got caught round second, he didn't touch second on the way back. Right. Got thrown out at first, but then they saw he was safe. But then it was, in, in, in essence, he told. Uh, he Aaron, knew the he rule, told, basically. He, well, he, to, he told Judge. Once they saw that that was going to get overturned on replay, oh right, because then right, yes, yes, because then they can't overturn it once he's at second, right? Overturn it. Yep. Who would have known that? Yep. Guy, yeah, guy didn't miss it. He didn't miss it. He had the one hiccup against the Indians when he didn't challenge the hit by pitch. Right. Other than that, the guy basically didn't miss a trick. He was an excellent manager. Uh, and by the way, I would suspect and a stand-up guy. Yeah. And if another, if a team is smart that wants to uh, get, start winning again, they'll you know because obviously I think he's going to sit this year out, but he'll be a manager in 2019. I would imagine. He would. Yeah. All right, that is it for tonight's show. Uh, An early Happy New Year to everybody out there. As always, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out on iTunes. Omar! Hey, hey. <laughs> yeah, 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 later. Aaron's waving goodbye to Omar as he gets into his limousine. Uh, we'll be back in the new year with another podcast, but until then, enjoy all the sports. Peace out.